Welcome to New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start, with Jennifer Takagi. I'm Jennifer, a former climber of the corporate and government ladders turned leadership development entrepreneur. I'm a leadership coach helping you transform your office from feeling like a prison cell into a playground where employees are energized, engaged, and eager to work. Stress is reduced. Productivity is increased. Communication is seamless because playgrounds are much more fun than cubicle cells. Leadership development might seem like hard work, but leadership done right helps you create the team of your dreams. Each week, I'll bring you an inspiring message to pave the way to your successful journey into a leadership role. Thank you for joining me today. Now let's get started. Welcome to New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start. I'm Jennifer Takagi, your host, and today I'm going to talk to an online friend of mine, Melissa, about health and wellness. But I just want to say a lot of people have been complaining about the last year, this is 2021, people being locked down, all the Zoom calls, the negativity around the shift in work. And I just want to say, you can have an open, positive attitude about it and you can make new friends because I am collecting people left and right. That's one of my favorite things to do. And now I can add Melissa to the list because now we have mutual online friends and we were brought together actually by a woman I met in person. So <laughs> it started out in person and then continued. But Melissa has had a very interesting journey to health and wellness and can help you too. So as managers, as leaders, you usually put yourself at the back end of everything. It's just kind of like a parent. Your kids always come first, right? Your business comes first, your work comes first. But if you don't do the thing like the airplane, uh, put the mask on you first before you help those around you, you're not going to be around to help those around you. So Melissa, tell us more about yourself because there's so much, so much and such fun stories about you. Welcome. Awesome. Thanks for being here. And thanks for having me. And I love everything that you've just said, especially about collecting new friends on Zoom in our in our new world. And it is an amazing thing. And so much fun and so much positivity can come from that well. And I, don't, I haven't felt lonely for a minute in the last <laughs> year. So anyway, a little bit about me. I too was in the corporate world for 24 years. And I've been that manager that, you know, wants to work hard and do well and put everyone else first. And I've also been that mother putting everyone else first. And yes, that can absolutely lead to burnout. And fortunately, in my case, it didn't lead to burnout because other health issues for my family came up first that forced me in, onto this path. And I, I use force very gently there because actually I was open to what will I do next in that moment after being laid off? It was a nudge. <laughs> it was a nudge, exactly, rather than force. And I've never been happier. I absolutely love this work that I do now. And so I've been there. I know where you're at. And I really do want to help you take some steps now in order to be proactive in your health so you don't go down that path to burnout and chronic fatigue because I do work with those people and it's tough to come back from. In fact, my whole purpose in life right now is to 
shift the mindset in the way we approach our health from taking it for granted, believing that when we get sick, we go to the doctor, we get a pill and we'll be better. That is not working. That is a sick care system that is failing the world today because the world is the sickest, most sleep deprived, most stressed out it has ever been. And system is clearly not working. So what do we need to be doing in order to avoid this for ourselves? And that is to take preventative action, to recognize that health is our true wealth, as my tagline says, and to invest in ourselves now so that we don't end up in that place later on. So there's a whole bunch we can go into here. <laughs> A lot of places to go. And just before we hit the record button, I was telling Melissa about all the people I've heard of who either drop dead on the job or shortly after retirement, they don't live very long. Many years ago, an elderly gentleman worked for me. And I say elderly because he had retired from a job and then came to work at my company and worked for me. And I was like, well, sir, what, you know, why do you want to be here? And he goes, yeah, I hear all my friends, they retire and they die because they haven't created a life outside of work. So if you don't create the health and wellness, then you're still not going to make it very long <laughs> after your, it's after your very, retirement age. <laughs> it's very, very true. Pre-COVID. Okay. Pre Pre-COVID, it involved travel, and that first month is amazing. And boredom can actually trigger disease within the body, right? So then it's kind of a steady downhill decline from there. And before we started the recording, and the Japanese concept of ikigai. Ikigai, okay. Ikigai, which is the idea that you find your purpose or passion in life so that every day you are motivated to get up, get out of bed and do something, even in retirement, do some good in the world. And so you can discover this at any time in your life, but it's incredibly important as you get into retirement that you have this reason to get up every day, get out and socialize and provide service. But I also wanna come back to that self-care piece because that was something that I learned very soon after being let go um, in the corporate world and moving into health and wellness. And it's a favorite mantra I have that I love to share with people. It's like your flight attendant analogy, but what it says is self-care is the most selfless act because when you look after yourself first, it allows you to show up and give the world the best of you instead of what's left of you. And that's a beautiful concept for being at home at the end of a workday with your kids. Are you giving them the best of you? Being a manager in the work world, are you giving your employees the best of you? You can truly only do that when the self-care is in place first. And what might that look like? Well, first of all, I wanna talk about sleep because over 70% of North Americans do not get enough sleep. And we need seven to nine hours of sleep every night. And you might be thinking, well, there just aren't enough hours in the day for me to get enough sleep. But when we turn everything on its head and we plan our day around our sleep and we get the sleep we need, we can be that much more productive through our day 
because sleep makes us more stress resistant or more stress resilient as well. And when we're not in overwhelm, we can be focused and we can get things done as opposed to being in overwhelm where we're going, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. And we're kind of trying to do everything and not getting anything done. I love that. (laughs) You've been there? I've been there, right? Well, sleep is a huge one for me. And when I was going off to, well, we just call everything generically college, I understand. And at Canada, it's university. When I left for university, I was told, you're going to be up all night studying. And I knew at 18, that was not a fit for me. And my Mm -hmm. freshman year of college, I literally was in bed Sunday night through Thursday night at 10 o'clock every night for you I I mean I just had to yes and because you were listening to your body that's why you knew you had to right yeah people stop listening to their body and they push through and then that kind of becomes a habit and they think well I've done it for this long so I can always do it or I'm that person that only needs three hours of sleep a night without realizing what that getting too little sleep is actually doing to our internal organs because we don't see them right when we don't get enough sleep it breaks down the good bacteria in our gut. Well, our gut is our epicenter of our health. It's also, you know, damaging our brain. It's causing all sorts of issues throughout our entire body and putting us under higher stress, which further causes health issues. So when I talk about turning sleep on its head, like I want you to prioritize your health, I want you to prioritize your sleep. Stop this, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Sleep is overrated. I hate those comments. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can't do it. I cannot do it. Well, I can't, but I also don't want to because I've seen all of the medical reports that show what happens when you don't get enough sleep in terms of your long-term health, right? And yes, we want to live in the moment, but we do also need to live for today and all of our tomorrows. And what we do today impacts all of our tomorrows. Think about it. Nobody wakes up, I hope I get diagnosed with a disease today. And unfortunately does get diagnosed with a disease. Four. It's been building in their body over time. Six two years, five years, 10 years for some diseases. So everything we do today matters. So when it comes to sleep, I really like to encourage people to build their day around their sleep schedule. So if you know what time you have to get up in the morning to start your day and be at work on time, you're going to then count backwards, say eight hours. That's the time you need to go to bed. So if you have to get up at six, you're going to go to bed at 10 p.m. In fact, I'd like you to go to bed around 9.30 because you're not going to hit your head and hit your head on the pillow and boom, fall asleep, right? There's going to be a little bit of lag time before you actually get to sleep. And I want you asleep by 10 p.m. No, I lay down and go to sleep. That's awesome. <laughs> Good for you. Somebody and- said that's a sign of being really sleep deprived, but I've always been that way. I tell you goodnight and I'm out. No, that's awesome. So many people lie awake because their brain's turned on. They're thinking about the next day. And I have all sorts of tips and tricks. I actually teach a sleep course. So I go through all of that in the course. But getting your eight hours is important and working backwards. So now you know what time you're going to go to bed. Well, that's going to impact what time you're going to eat dinner. Because you want to eat dinner and have digestion be completed before 
you get into bed because when you're going to sleep, your body now needs to go into detox mode. And if it's in digestion mode still, it doesn't get to start detox mode for quite a while later. That can impact your sleep as well because all of these things take energy. And if you're not allowing your body to do what it's supposed to be doing at the time of day it's meant to do it, our systems all get messed up. So, so what time should you finish dinner for a you, 10 o'clock bedtime? You want, well, really, ideally, at least two hours, if not three. So 7.30 probably at the latest, I would oh, suggest. Easy, easy breezy. Perfect. I can and do then, that. <laughs> yeah, right? So then now you've kind of got your day. You know you're getting up at getting ready for work, and you're going to finish dinner by 7.30. So fabulous way to plan your day, and there's more planning that can be done within that. But that allows you to know that you're getting the sleep that you need, and then within that, what is the self-care act that you're going to do every day for yourself? And it's going to be different for everyone. There's so many things to choose from. Is it getting to the gym? Is it getting outside for a walk? Is it calling a girlfriend? Is it having a bath at the end of the day with some Epsom bath salts? Is it just reading a book? There, for everyone, it's different. I know for me in summer, it's getting out on my paddleboard or getting in a yoga class or getting to the gym. And in the winter, the paddleboard goes to the ski hill. So, you know, just getting outside, fresh air, et cetera, right? But that time when I do something by myself for me that brings me pure joy. It's not anything anybody else is asking me to do or wants me to do. It's what I want to be doing. So that's sleep. And then what about stress? What are people's stress levels at, right? High. They're very high. high. Exactly. <laughs> Super high. And what can we be doing about that? And are we eating under stress because when we're eating in a stressed out state guess what that's doing that's bogging down our digestive system it's causing food not to be processed properly then food is ending up in bigger chunks than it should be trying to pass out of the body or maybe even being stored in fat closets and we're not getting the benefit of the vitamins and minerals in the food that we ate which are then supposed to bring us energy but we're not getting that energy. So we get hungry again sooner and we eat more. So it's actually a known fact that if you don't sleep enough, you end up eating 200 more calories per day, which if you factor that over, over a year, ends up being 73,000 calories a year, which is 15 to 20 pounds. Because you're eating, you're not getting enough sleep, you're eating more because your body needs more energy. And because when you're stressed and you're eating under stress, your body isn't breaking down your food. So it's all interconnected. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's right? a lot. So I have a little trick that I'm going to share with everyone on how to get your body to shift from a stressed out state to a rest and digest state. And you can use this anywhere, anytime. You can use this before eating to ensure your food is properly digested. You can use this in the car if you're stuck in traffic and frustrated and late. You can use this at the office in the middle of a workday and nobody else even has to know. But just as you feel your stress level coming up to here, you can use this to bring it right back down. And it's breath work. Ah. Our breath is always with us and it's absolutely free. And this little trick I call five, five, seven breathing. So you inhale for five, 
you hold your breath for five. And if you can't do five, hold your breath for as long as you can until you work up to it. And then you're going to exhale to a count of seven. And you're going to do 10 cycles of this, which you can do in about three minutes, three and a half to four minutes. And what's happening there is two things. Your brain is counting for you. So it kind of has to let go of whatever else is going on that's causing you stress. So that's a good thing. It kind of goes back to the old days of counting sheep that your mom might have told you about <laughs> sleep, which I never understood back then, but now I get it. But we're not going to count sheep. We're just going to count our inhales and our exhales. So you're counting and your brain lets go of everything else. But also what's happening is your brain is recognizing after those 10 cycles, huh, I thought I was stressed out but I'm breathing like a safe person. I must be safe. Therefore, I can turn on my rest and digest nervous system. So the reason that works is if we go back to our hunter-gather days when we had to actually hunt for our food and then we could be the hunted and there might be a lion or a tiger hunting us, our body has this safety mechanism to allow us to get to safety, which is our fight-or-flight system. And that shoots cortisol and adrenaline and we out to the extremities so we can get out of there fast. And when we get to safety and we're calmed down, the body naturally moves into rest and digest state. Problem well, is, I is could our, like do that before every meal and I would lose weight. It would actually, it would be a starting point and help. It, absolutely. It would help. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it would. Right. Because if your body isn't digesting properly, Guaranteed you're eating more food than what you, you really need. And secondly, the body isn't processing it. And if it can't get it out, it's storing it. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, back to our hunter-gather days, though, and our, our fight-or-flight system is switched on until we get to safety. But in the modern world, our brain doesn't know the difference between being hunted by that lion or tiger or you know, having a fight with your spouse in the morning, being late to leave the house, getting in the car, getting stuck in traffic, have a really important presentation today and your boss calling and asking where you are and why you're not there yet. And somebody else is calling you and bumping up a deadline and your stresses just keep going up, right? And you haven't even got to work yet and the day feels awful. So the brain doesn't know the difference. So it thinks you're under attack from a lion or tiger and it wants to get you to safety. So it's got all this cortisol shooting through your body. And you need to get into your rest and digest state. So think about it. If you're running away from a lion or a tiger, is your exhale going to be longer than your inhale? No, you're going to be panting, right? And you're going to be huffing it. But when your exhale is longer than your inhale, that's the cue to the brain to say, I must be safe. I'm breathing like a safe person and switches on your rest and digest system. So this helps for getting to sleep. For people that can't get to sleep, it helps in the middle of the night. If you wake up and can't get back to sleep and you're already thinking about the next day, then you can do this to distract your brain and bring yourself back into your rest and digest state because you can't sleep if you're not in that state either. So all of this is so important because with all the illness we have in the world today, the chronic illness, and chronic illness includes type 2 diabetes and autoimmune diseases and leaky gut and heart disease and some types of cancer, you know, Alzheimer's and dementia as well. So many of the top killers of people in North America are falling into this chronic illness category. If we can help people heal their nervous system, 
as well as heal their gut, we can help eliminate so much of that chronic illness. It all comes down to learning the lifestyle interventions needed, doing some lab testing to see what exactly is going on inside for you, and um, unloading our toxic load. So that's the other thing that I love to work with people on is helping them discover their toxic load. That's so have, intriguing. <laughs> I have a quiz for that. But did you know that since World War II, we have over 100,000 man-made chemicals that have been introduced to our environment? Yeah. They're getting inside our body, through our food, through our waterways, through the, the airways. And they're negatively impacting the health of our organs. But we don't realize it because we can't see it. However, when we do a functional medicine liver detox to remove the toxins from the body, we clear our pathways and help our liver function much better. We're lowering our risk of disease because we're making our body inhospitable to disease. Disease happens when our body is under a toxic load and that toxic load can come from high stress it can also come from too little sleep so looking at all of these things are really important i love that i'm taking notes <laughs> i'm an avid note taker well that's kind of amazing that and so then there is a blood test you can do to see what that overload looks like or so, a quiz and um, there are several things that are happening there there are so the quit the to see what your toxic load is there's a quiz okay and you answer a whole bunch of questions around different um, symptoms that you have so it's your body talking to you and very often it's an aha for people because they write these symptoms off as aging genetics seasonal allergies and they don't realize that it's actually their toxic load getting higher and higher and that when we empty the trash cans as i like to say i call the liver and kidneys your trash cans when we empty that load those symptoms are all alleviated and we can actually turn back time and have you feeling and having the energy that you had in your 20s and 30s again because we've emptied that toxic load and then in addition to that, what I do is I offer functional medicine lab tests, which get mailed to your home, so very COVID friendly. They're either a blood spot test, so you prick your finger and drip some blood onto a card, or a saliva test, a urine test, or a snippet of hair from the nape of your neck to look into what's going on inside your body. If you've been under really high stress, you might find you've burned through all your minerals. Your B vitamins might be deficient. You might find your cortisol levels are out of whack. You might find your thyroid is suffering. So these are all things that are really helpful to understand because once we understand it, we know exactly how to bring your body back into balance. When we don't bring your body back into balance is when you end up in that state that you mentioned at the very beginning of this podcast of burnout and chronic fatigue because the body can only do so much with depleted resources. Same as you. What can you do as a middle manager or a new manager if you don't have the resources to do your work, right? The body is the same, but stress has us burning through so much of what the body needs to function at an optimal level. So we need to understand that and then support the body with good 
functional medicine quality supplements, not the ones that you buy at Walmart that are not enough in it to actually make a difference. And that helps bring your body back into balance so you can once again be functioning optimally and not ending up in that state of burnout. Wow. So informative. So on your quiz, mm -hmm. is that um, is that a free resource? Is that a resource yes. that's part of your new course? Where where are we on, on so, what you have to offer? Because I know you've got some great things. I do. So that is a free resource. And I can send you the link for that because I hadn't sent you that one yet. Okay. Um, and then my free course that's come, not my free course, my course that's coming up in March is called the health optimizer and what i'm doing in that course is it's a four-week program it's an hour and a half each week of live learning in a group environment and the first week we're going to dive into sleep so i've given you some mini tips around sleep and a little tiny bit about why it's so important today but i'm going to give a whole lot more in that course so that you really <coughs> understand why sleep is so important and have the tips to change your sleep habits because when we know better we do better, right? So much of this has never been taught. So I'm not faulting anybody here. You can't do what you don't know, right? But I believe this information should be made available to the entire public. And I wish it was taught through public health and our education system. It just isn't. So the next, the next week, we're going to dive into stress. And we're actually going to do a stress assessment tool. So you can determine exactly where the stresses are in your life. So that once you truly understand that, and it doesn't just feel like one big mush of stress, you can then take action to reduce and balance out the stresses in those areas of your life. And then the following week, we're going to dive into the microbiome, which is your gut ecosystem. And that's so new to everybody. We've really only started understanding the research since about 2015. But Hippocrates said, and he was like 3,000 years ago or something, he said all disease starts in the gut. And we now know that's true. And so understanding the health of your gut and the importance of having your gut in balance helps you then understand how to maintain your health moving forward for the rest of your life. And then the last segment is the gut-brain connection. So the gut is our second brain. And there's such a powerful connection between the gut and the brain that it's really important to understand. Again, when it comes down to these various chronic illnesses and we talk about you know, Alzheimer's and dementia, is that triggered by what's going on in the gut? And if you want optimal cognitive function and focus and clarity to be able to do your work well and in less time, then what's going on in your gut in order to achieve that? So all of this is really important learning for anybody that wants to be proactive in their health, that wants to optimize it. And you just have to learn it once. And then you have that information for the rest of your life. And from there, hopefully you have an interest in continuing to build on that as well. Uh, it's so important. I love this and I love our conversation. So I will put the links in the show notes. So if you click on the podcast and, and look down at the show notes, the, the links will be there for the quiz, for the course that's coming up. And Melissa, you're in Canada. Where in Canada are you? I'm in the beautiful Whistler, British Columbia. So Whistler is where the 2010 Olympics were held, Whistler, Vancouver. So West Coast. West Coast. Um, 
but my business is 100% virtual. I work with anybody in the English-speaking world. Isn't that just amazing, the power yeah. of the internet? <laughs> it is, exactly. And I had just, I'd gone virtual about a year before COVID, but it was just so perfectly timed because I didn't really have to pivot much at all. <laughs> I didn't have to make much of a shift. I, I kind of didn't either too much, just a little bit, but you know, it's easy to make a little pivot. The, the overall jump can be a lot. Well, this is a lot of really awesome information. And I thank you so much for your time and sharing your knowledge with us. This is just, you know, so critical and important because if we're going to manage people, if we're going to lead, then we have to be healthy. Like you can't do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can never be your best self in, in, in ill health, right? No. <laughs> so, and, the, and the other thing I like to remind people is that the body doesn't heal under stress. So it is so important to get out of that stress state in order for any kind of healing to be happening, whether it's healing from, you know, just a common cold or anything else. And if we are stuck in that stress state, our health will steadily decline. And I don't want that for anyone. It doesn't have to be that way. No, it can definitely be different for sure. Exactly. exactly. Well, thank you so much for your time and all your information. And it will all be in the show notes so the listeners can uh, connect with you. And I'm Jennifer Takagi, your host of New Manager Media. And I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for joining today. Please hop on over to iTunes to leave us a review and share our channel with your friends and family. Head over to TakagiConsulting.com slash gift for a great free gift. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and TakagiConsulting.com. We would love to hear from you. And may your days be filled with more success than you ever dreamed possible.